Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Sideload, the technology podcast from Edelman London where we tackle how technology is impacting the way we communicate, uh, our relationships with brands and each other and ultimately society. Uh, my name is Simon Madry and I'm really pleased to have uh, two guests with me today to talk about MWC Mobile World Congress 2018, which is, uh, I can't believe it, coming up again very, very soon. So to discuss that with me, I've got Nick Spencer from the GSMA and also Ross Widom from Shell. So hello guys, thanks for thanks for coming in. Thanks, Simon. Thank you. And um, what we're going to explore today is what MWC is, how it's evolved over the years and also how brands are getting involved. Particularly, I'm interested to hear from you, Ross, about um, Shell, which is a, not a traditional tech company, uh, and how you guys got to uh, MWC. But I thought maybe the best place to start is uh, with you, Nick. Um, so you're the director of conference content at the GSMA. So um, what is MWC for those who uh, are not familiar with it and uh, what is your role in making it all, all happen? Sure, thanks Simon. Uh, thanks for the invite as well. Uh, so Mobile World Congress is uh, one of the biggest trade shows in the world and, and certainly the biggest uh, mobile technology uh, trade show in the world and, and uh, uh, my role there is really to, to run uh, the conference um, and it's not just about you know the speakers and the topics and the agenda, it's all, also about coordinating how those key themes and, and subjects flow throughout the whole event uh, to make it a very sort of cohesive and defined event and people understand what it's about and, and, and why they should attend. And pulling that all together, I mean, what are the stats now for how many people you, you get through the uh, through the door? So last year we had uh, over 108,000. Uh, I think it was 101,000 the year before, so still growing strongly. I mean, in a way that reflects, you know, just uh, how pervasive connected, uh, you know, mobile technologies uh, have have become in recent years. You know, everyone's impacted, and and you know the fact that Shella here is a is a good example of that. Absolutely. I mean, um, this year, twenty seventeen, was my first um, MWC, and I was just floored at the the size of it. You know, not only from this space, but just the number of exhibitors and people. So it's a it's a massive. Um, Massive effort for you guys, so I appreciate you taking the time uh, in the lead up to to, to discuss it. Um, what is it that sets MWC apart from other similar events? Because people in the states might be more familiar with CES, which is also very soon, or IFA. Like, how is MWC different? Um, I think one of the things about MWC, and obviously I would say this coming from the GSMA, but I think it's it's quantity and quality. Yeah. Um, you know, it is it is still quite exclusive, even even yeah. at that size. You know, it's not it's not free to get in. You know, the, it's obviously ticketed and so on. Um, and I think you get an incredibly high quality of attendee, uh, and certainly the. Um, the exhibitors um, always give me feedback that they just get, you know, the, the, the amount of leads they get um, from people at the event is, is huge because they see so many decision makers in the course of the four days. I mean, that's a, a, quite a nice segue to, to you, Ross. Um, your role as Global Retail Comms Advisor at Shell, um, you know, why, why do you take um, Shell, which is a non-tech company, to MWC? I mean, I think one of the main reasons actually is because of um, the business that I'm working in at the minute, the Shell retail business. It's um, probably the biggest retailer in the world that many people don't think of or haven't heard of. So, um, you know, we've got more retail sites around the world than Starbucks, more than McDonald's. Um, you know, there's 43,000 sites that we have around the world in 80 countries, and you know, we serve 30 million customers every day. And you know, it astounds people. There's 30 million people that are coming to us, and they're they're, they're normal consumers like we all are. Um, and 
for Shell and particularly Shell Retail that the, the digital future is imperative to keep those 30 million customers and to engage with them and to move things forward. And of course, we, we all know um, where the world is at in terms of tablet and mobile device use, right? And hence the, the mobile MWC link. Hmm. So how is the way you approach MWC different to other trade shows? Because presumably you're um, quite involved in, in the circuit around the world. I mean, how is, it, how is MWC different for you guys? I think it's, um, you know, the point that was just made, it was very much about, it's about the size, the scale, the level of the delegate that's there. Um, and it's then how we can engage with, with other organizations, you know, and, and, and network, share knowledge, collaborate, and, you know, come up with solutions that's only going to better the consumer at the end of the day. How many years has Shell actually been in WC? So we've only been there um, within the retail organisation that I work in maybe the last three years or so. Uh, but other parts of the organisation have also been in, as attendees and um, perhaps even um, worked really closely with other parts of the conference. Because Shell being the, the big organisation that it is, we're kind of split into separate businesses within the big Shell umbrella. So the retail um particularly involved in the last three years, but other parts of Shell um, have been involved a little bit in the past too. So with the first year that you got involved, um, kind of as an exhibitor, how did you approach that conversation uh, potentially internally and say, look, you know, uh, there's, this, there's this conference happening, we really need to be there, uh, and, and this is why, and, and how did that, what, what got you guys there? Well, essentially it was, um, I spoke with our Vice President for Retail Marketing, um, chap called David Bunch and said hey um, I really think we should uh, consider speaking at Mobile World Congress because we've got a great story to tell and it's a story that you know a lot of people don't realise that we've actually got and that we can potentially um, use to, to help you know, enhance the Mobile World Congress com- conference um, and he said yeah great idea um, I'd known about Mobile World Congress for, for many a year and I thought it was you know, the right platform that we as, as Shell Retail should be playing in and exhibiting at so um, I guess one of the questions that we haven't strictly covered off, and this is maybe a good one for you, Nick, is that who goes to Mobile World Congress? I mean, traditionally and also there today. I mean, I think the diversity is uh, one of the big things that really strikes you when you, when you go. I mean, a, a few years ago, you know, it was more about uh, actual technology, you know, technology vendors, I suppose, um, and service providers in terms of mobile operators. But now, you know, you see you see all sorts there. I mean, we we have a you know stats obviously on the different industries that uh, that all the attendees come from, and I always show this on on my slide. But it's actually there's too many industries for the chart to be readable. But that's the right. point. There's like thirty or forty different uh, vertical markets, you know, who who attend in in quite significant numbers, you know, um, and that and that kind of is the point. I said you can't read this, but that is is what I'm trying to say is that everyone's here, you know, all the different verticals. So what new things? What can you can you tell us what new things we might be seeing in 2018 that maybe not before yeah i mean i think uh, you know most things are uh most of the topics are uh, you know are evolutions on what we've seen in the, in the past uh i would say and there's always some really interesting demos i think of what uh you can see i mean one of my favorite ones last year was uh um you know looking at uh using 5g to create haptic feedback so you can remotely do surgery 
Um, so you know you can you can you can do you could do uh, these sorts of things before, but the problem is obviously you couldn't have a feel for the pressure you were putting on, which is pretty crucial as you can imagine for surgery. So that's what five G does that real time feedback that enables you to do that kind of detailed uh, thing, and that's something that happened last year. And I think you'll see an evolution on that. Uh, you know, almost slightly mind blowing kind of technology. Absolutely, I tried one of those haptic feedback virtual reality experiences at uh, at another event, and for somebody that's a little bit squeamish about that kind of thing. It was just a little bit too real for me. Like to actually, fit, to actually hold this uh, pen and to see it going into a virtual knee, and it was just horrible, horrible stuff. But we digress. Um, back to you, Ross, and um, back to Shell being at MWC. How do you measure success in an event like this? I mean, Nick was talking about leads, but you know, what what do you look to get out of it? I think like when we look at the event, um, it's like we call in, in our world like the full three sixty approach. So you know, whether it's networking with the right people at the right levels and matching the right folks in in our organisation to co create and collaborate with others. Um, it's also then you know, the impact that perhaps we've had from any media coverage from our presence, be it on the trade side or with nationals or internationals. And again, a bit like um, we were just discussing in terms of the size and scale of the event, um, it attracts such a high calibre and level of international media as well as um, the you know, vertical media uh, that are very specific to certain sectors. So I think there's just so many buckets that we look at and we look at um, really... Uh, three key things which is attention attitude and action so before the event we'll look at attention where do we want to, to the attention to be and we'll map where that is um, attitude what's the opinion shifts that we want with which stakeholders and then you know action should speak for itself right what what are the actions that we want stakeholders or to, to occur as a result of this as being there Nick we've spoken a lot about the evolution of MWC uh, and the theme this year is creating a better future, which is all about how mobile is diversifying and inventing new ways um, and inspiration for creating a better future um, in many cultures and many verticals. So how does the theme reflect the evolution of the event and, and I'd even say the industry? Yeah, it's a good question. I was actually uh, preparing a slide on this um, uh, quite recently, looking at how the brand has, has evolved. And we had uh, the edge of innovation uh, three years ago, uh, two years ago, rather. Uh, last year was mobile as the next element, and this year's you know, creating a better future. And I think that evolution uh, speaks to the fact that we were, a few years ago, we were talking about networks and handsets, getting smartphones in people's hands. So creating that enormous uh, addressable market really you know getting the infrastructure out there getting the hardware out there and I think creating a better future reflects that we're we've got over five billion people now who, who are you know uh, subscribers to mobile networks and have, have uh, phones uh, now what do we do with it what can we do w with that you know incredible potential uh, to make the world a better place you know when we're under things like population pressure and that sort of thing and you know urban environments are becoming harder with traffic and, and, and pollution you know how can you make an impact on that and use mobility uh, to impact that and things like autonomous driving uh, but also you know aid, uh, helping with uh, you know climate uh, monitoring and, and how and, and how you can uh, tackle that uh, are other areas that we're we're looking at as well absolutely absolutely so those are the types of things that people can expect to to hear about when they go in, in 2018 is that correct yeah for sure i mean i think you know cars and autonomous driving and and and, and also the connected services that you can uh, create around uh, around you know transport um are, are a big area of growth actually um, and we've seen a lot of interest in uh, in that space. Um, I mean, but there's a huge range of other things as well that you can do. I think, you know, smart cities are a nice microcosm of showing the impacts that you can have uh, on people's lives. And, uh, and it really is, uh, you know, just impacts them in so many different ways and really changes culture and how people live, I think.
So I'd love to talk more about uh, cars and autonomous driving and everything that has to do with mobile. But um, as we do on Sideload, we're just going to take a quick break and see what happened last time, which was all about creativity and the impact of technology on that field. And that's, that becomes really interesting because you're right, these, these things, they are, they are generating work that we can define as creative work if it has that effect on you. But it's, it's along a path or it's within boundaries. But this idea of, of computers creating their own path, of um, creating a new style of art, that to me I think is fascinating once we get to that because isn't that creativity? Because the thing that, as, as a former musician myself, you know, the hardest thing as a musician is finding your voice. If a computer is able to do that, to create its own thing and find its voice, that's what creative people and people who work in creative industries strive for years to do and most of them fail. <laughs> so, so that is what really, really interests me. So welcome back. We're talking about Mobile Congress 2018 with Nick Spencer from the GSMA, which is the organising association behind uh, the event, and Ross Widom from Shell. And Ross, before the break, uh, we were talking about vehicles, autonomous cars, which is very much a, a field you're, you're comfortable with. Um, and last year, um, when we met, you were showcasing mobile payments via in-car touchscreens in partnership with, with Jaguar. Um, how's that going and can you tell us how that's evolved since and how that's been moved forward? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, um, good thing to point out, actually, as Nick was talking about autonomous driving, autonomous cars. Um, a couple of years ago, we, we were speaking at Mobile Congress and it was uh, David Bunch, our Vice President of Retail Marketing, that I mentioned that, that actually spoke about that theme and obviously, as Nick will, will tell everyone, the, the importance of 5G to that developing at a mass scale is, is crucial, right, for, for so many stakeholders. Um, and it was really that that discussion and chat that actually kind of helped us move on in our own quest um, with what we were doing. And when David spoke at the event in uh, 2016, we actually um, met Jaguar Land Rover at, at Mobile World Congress. Um, had a little chat with them, and they were like, "Actually, this is this is great. We're both on the same page here with with where we want to go and what we want to do. Um, you know, we should actually collaborate and work together on this." Um, and then, you know, a year later, we were back at Mobile World Congress um, demonstrating a genuine world first, uh, which is uh, in car in car payment uh, through through the tethering of, of a mobile phone. Um, and you know that did actually have a huge resonance before just before Mobile Congress when we announced it because it was the first transaction in the world that had been done through Apple Pay uh, via a car and you know the likes of Apple were saying to us guys how the, how did you do that and, and what happened and how have you managed to, to do this and again kind of people were thinking gosh this isn't what we would expect from a company like Shell etc but you know as, as many brands know it's about being where your customers are and where they're playing um, and that's really very much how the the, the collaboration with Jaguar Land Rover came around. It was you know, certainly inspired by our, our presence at Mobile World Congress, their presence at Mobile World Congress, and um, you know, hopefully the consumer has been the, the winner at the end of that. And of course, we're we're continuing to work with them um, closely to, to to roll it out further where where we can. So Nick Ross has stolen um, kind of the answer for my next question, which was going to be, you know, what are the best brands doing at MWC? I mean, can can you build on on, on that and what the, the example that Ross has just given? Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, Ross makes a great point in that it's about making sure that you're seen, well, seen and are innovating for your customers. And you know, technology is seen as 
you know, the bleeding edge of innovation almost by definition. Uh, and that's why brands like to be associated with that, I think, you know, that they're really trying hard, trying new ideas, trying to fit into their customer's lifestyle. Um, because you're seeing, you know, the, the world's, you know, accelerating in terms of the pace of change. And if you don't keep up with that, then you're going to be one of the, the victims. And you've seen that if you look at, you know, uh, stock market indexes, they're, you know, they're, they're up and down these days. They used to be a lot more consistent, you know, decades ago. And I think that shows that the, the world's becoming more dynamic and therefore you need to continue to be innovating, continue trying new things to make sure that you are, you know, at the cutting edge and, and, and working hard for your customer's attention. Um, and that's a really important area. And, you know, the automotive space is going through a, a period of change in that respect. And so they realise that being involved in NWC, they will get these new ideas and make sure that they are, you know, recognised as, as are still, you know, current, still very innovative and, and, and worthy of, of customer attention. What are some other sectors that are seeing a very rapid pace of change uh, and doing some exciting things as well? I mean, uh, I think I mean one of our one of our big themes is the digital consumer, and I think that speaks to the fact that anyone that has a, a B to C relationship has to start changing how they address their customers. Uh, you know, you start getting into things like personalization, the use of data, and then how you scale that often is through artificial intelligence, uh, which is you know the kind of buzzword of the moment. Uh, you know, no show is, can can not have that somewhere in their headlines, um, and and you know that's how you scale and and keep that personalized experience. You know, to to keep a customer loyal you need to have a very tailored service for them um, and so that, that requires a lot of data and a lot of interaction that needs to be scalable and, and automated yeah, using using artificial intelligence. So Ross what did you take away from last year's event and how are you applying that um, to next year? Um, I think we learn every year from attendance at the event because there's always ways you can like flex what you do and, and, and adapt and change. And I think this year what's what's great actually is we're actually having a joint speaking session with Jaguar Land Rover at, at Mobile World Congress where again we can kind of tell that, that story I just conveyed around actually how the event has really enabled us to work together and collaborate um, you know, and, and stand on, on, on stage with each other. And you know, for us particularly, we know that we're not going to always be able to solve the customer's problems on our own. We need to co-create and collaborate with other brands um, and use our collective strength and scale to, to, to kind of make that that better journey for the customer and for, for what people want and what they need. So guys, that's um, a lot of really valuable um, insights uh, for MWC. Any parting thoughts or tips for people that are either going as uh, exhibitors or as just um, interested parties, other than wearing really comfortable shoes because it's a really, really big space? Uh, for me, I think it's kind of what I said before. It's about um, before you get to the event, actually planning. And that sounds obvious, but we're all, you know, time poor and information rich these days. And uh, I think it's just about taking a step back and finding that time to say, actually, what do we want to get out of the event? Because uh, as Nick has explained and will explain more, you know, it's such a huge event and there's so much going on. And you know, you're not going to be able to cover the whole the whole event in terms of every conference room, or you know, you probably could, but you you wouldn't have targeted time at the event on the bits that you want. So kind of take that time, invest that time beforehand to look at who's exhibiting where they're exhibiting who might be speaking which sessions you want to go to rather than turning up and you know running around and not sure where you, you want to be or not that's so important and so crucial because that's how you have the best value and the, the, the best conversations um, and that's how, how we, we approach the events and uh, I think there's many that do do that but I think and I maybe Nick will say that there's also people that perhaps don't invest that time before um, to do so 
Yeah, I mean, I think Ross is absolutely spot on. I always say exactly that to people. You know, it's it's so big that you can get a bit lost, and so you just oh, yeah. you just skim over the surface, uh, and you sort of look at things, and you don't really you know get you know go deep enough to get real value. Um, and that's something we're very conscious of. You know, particularly as the the audience continues to diversify, and then maybe not technophiles or you know real techies that understand in you know, that kind of you know acronym filled language. We've got to make sure it's very uh, easy to navigate, and that's why you know again the conference themes flow through everything through the show now you know what the exhibitors have got on their stands what uh, partner events there are in the other theatres and things like that uh, what kind of you can have tours now around specific subjects so you can actually really navigate and understand you know who, who I need to meet and we're even trying to do some kind of you know more networking and more, more structured networking around how you manage um, you know, if, if someone signs up to certain areas of interest, they will get pointed towards certain exhibitors, or, or you know, you can try and meet up as well, uh, all using the mobile app, as uh, as you might imagine. But it helps, yeah, make that huge show manageable, and we're very conscious of that. And, and uh, you know, I think what Ross says speaks to that about that preparation to make sure you get the real value. And additional practical tips as an organiser and as now a, a veteran, Ross, we spoke about comfortable shoes being one because of the, the sheer size of the, the, the Führer. Um, any other tips for people going along maybe for the first time to, to, to MWC at some of the events? Don't go straight to the taxi queue, I would say, on the way home in the <laughs> yeah. evening. Um, um, my favourite thing is to actually cross over the road, uh, go past the station and get the bus. Uh, which is always completely empty. Uh, Inside a tip. Yeah, and then that takes you to uh, Plaza España, and from there there's lots of connections. But that is, uh, that's what I'd recommend. Uh, and, and one of the guys on my team is uh, from Barcelona, and so you know that's that's the way he gets around, so I just follow him, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'd echo uh, Nick's thoughts there. And I think it's also just about, again, going back to what I said before, it's like actually making sure you take a break, because in fairness, it's a very well-organized event with good like refreshment outlets dotted around, and it's very easy not to take that time out. And... Um, you know, it, make sure you do is what I would say uh, and final question um, mainly for you Nick what is the what does the future of MWC look like if we're looking down a couple of years uh, and next year we're going to see any more retro phones being announced or anything or anything you can, you can share or well I mean th- there is a bit of a trend for that I mean this has been going on for a while but in yeah. Japan there was a big trend for retro phones so uh, you know it was a, and, and, and those of us have been in the industry a while and I, I you know worked with Nokia for a while so um, you know that really sort of took us back a little bit you know a bit of nostalgia Um, but I mean I think one thing you'll see is you'll just continue to see uh, interesting partnerships Uh, that's one thing you see I think being a good partner and that goes back to this kind of scalability and how you automate your processes is actually absolutely crucial to how you fit into an ecosystem and, and sustain your position there um, so I think that's one thing we'll see. We'll continue to see, you know, interesting partnerships like you're seeing the NHS and Tinder uh, working together at the moment, which is not necessarily something you'd you'd expect. And that's all about digital inclusion and the uh, the correlation between health. You know, the more kind of dig- uh, digital you are, I suppose, the healthier you tend to be. Um, so get people online, and and you know, there's a hope that they'll get healthier in a way. Uh, is the idea. Um, but uh, but I think that's one thing you'll continue to see, and that just again shows about the ongoing diversity uh, of, of connected technologies and how everyone needs to get involved. So I think there's constant involution and always things that surprise you. And I love hearing about you know the story with Shell and Jaguar Land Rover, how they met up and you know created uh, some innovations you know from from the show. That's you know these, that's exactly what you want. 
Uh, it's a nice wrap. I thought we were about to end on uh, NHS and Tinder, which is not uh, where I expected uh, this conversation <laughs> to go, but um, that's great. So, look, guys, thank you again for your time, and um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, please do um, share and subscribe via Edelman UK on iTunes or wherever you get your, your podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch for uh, any reason, feedback, thoughts, ideas, um, you can email sideload at edelman.com. And until next time, have a good day.